Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Irene. Hey, Irene. Hi. How are you? I am so good. So excited to talk about last night's episode of The Bachelorette, which was a welcome distraction from the jazz game. You have like a little journal today. It's so I cute. Do. Here's the thing. <laughs> if I'm on my laptop taking notes, I'm, I like drift over to Twitter. You know, like yeah. it's, there's too many distractions. So I was, I was pen and paper last night. Wow. I'm impressed. It's Thank you. so real. Thank You're you. so... You know how did how did you feel about the episode? Overall? I had like <laughs> I had like heavy Zoob vibes. I felt like <laughs> I was like back in college at BYU, like at an FHE. Like that's what I okay. felt like a lot. Okay, what in particular do you think gave you that um, vibe? I feel like a lot of the guys that are like in the front runner or like who are in the how do I say this? Who are in the lead yeah. are like major Zoob. So like Greg, Greg, Connor. Zoob. Connor, Zoob, Andrew, Michael, Michael, Michael Zoob. is a Zoob. That's right. Who's Andrew? Andrew. The, she like made out with him oh, on the, the group date. The football player. Yeah. The one that spoke. The, I'm so glad he didn't break out the accent again. Um, Andrew, not really Zoob vibes, but um, I just feel like it was, um, it reminded me a lot of, like, I was like, I think I know why Mormons like this show. Like, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, maybe so I'm wrong. You're getting Prove zoomed me wrong. in a way you enjoy, or <laughs> it just was like uh, it helped me understand this show more. <laughs> I feel like this season is a lot different than seasons we've had, and a big part of that I think is the absence of Chris Harrison. I don't know if I dislike the differences. No, yeah, I don't know if I necessarily connected back to Chris Harrison. Although I do think like. It was very, I think what part of it is, it it was very apparent to me, like, how out of style this show is. Like, the clothes, the, it just felt, like, so not in our time, in a way, that yeah. I was like, this is weird. And for some reason, in 2021, not being in our time feels like a major difference than, like, maybe five years ago not yeah. being in our time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like like all of her outfits, I was like, is that a Barbie outfit made in like made in regular size clothing? It was so strange. Like I hate to employ this word again, but it is very chuggy. Like the the severe side part, the extreme skinny pants. Like the skinny pants are not just skinny pants; they're like jeggings. Like yeah, I will say, I I don't know. It just feels so out of date. What's weird is that she has a stylist. Yes, that's what I don't Who get. I it. assume I'm like, is good at but her then job. The thing, if you think about it, like this show is never in style. This show is never like yeah. on trend, I feel like. But I wonder if there's been some pushback by Katie. You know, the millennial pushback we've all had. We're like, actually, skinny pants are the kind of <laughs> pants that I wear. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So maybe that's just who she is because she's very zooby too, I think. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yes. And I think that's what's so different about her is I'm used to goddesses descending down from the heavens to be the bachelorette. <laughs> who who would you describe as like Tasha? Like Tasha is like a statue, you know, <laughs> like just she just has like a cool factor that Katie definitely does not have. Yes, there's no cool. Factor. And Katie's kind of like, like yeah, in a way that I don't dislike. It's just different. She's very earnest and very. I don't know. But yeah, it's not like I feel we're really lacking a cool factor and it's like very obvious. It's like if Caitlin Bristow was a little spazzy and not as hip. 
Yeah, like that's the thing. Caitlin was very cool. I thought so cool, very cool, and she was the only one with like, I don't know, a fashion forward type look. Yeah, in this episode, and I feel like that's how it's going to be the whole time. You yeah, know? Which, which is fine. I'll look to her as my inspiration. <laughs> She's here, so why not? Um, should we get into the episode? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so date card arrives. It is a group date, and like, yeah, you know, half of them are on that date. Already, we're getting some vibes from Carl that Carl is not well-liked in the house. Yeah, Carl needs to. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> chill. Carl's got something going on. If you remember, he's the motivational mm-hmm. speaker, mm-hmm. whatever that means. To me, that means unemployed. <laughs> like, where are his seminars? You know, like, what is he know, actually doing? I looked doing? him up. I do think he is actually doing things. However, um, I don't think that's what these people are looking for. No, no, no. He does not need to be like the ringleader. Nobody is like, nobody's buying into Carl. No, not, not at all. Not, uh, not even Katie, a little bit. Not, not, the yeah, women, not Katie. Not the host. Not Heather McDonald, who is the surprise guest host of this group date. Do you know much about Heather McDonald? I don't know anything about her. I saw on my podcast feed, she's on Nick Vial's podcast this week okay i heard from a friend that she's on the erica jane hulu special about tom droid and erica jane um however i know nothing about her i guess she's kind of a big deal okay she has a podcast she wrote a book about losing her virginity at 27 and that perspective and her whole thing is like sex positivity Again, what does that really mean? I don't think this show knows because this show <laughs> seems to think sex positivity is like walking to being a sex shop. Gross. Yeah, yeah. Just being gross. And so this whole date is all about sex. And they okay, s- I will say I have to apologize for the words I said about Mike last. Was it last week or two weeks ago? I was very not into Mike. And this week, like his real tears, I, I was, I, I apologize i cringed a lot i will say that (laughs) i felt bad for him i did too i think i think i have um a opposite empathy problem that most people have (laughs) where i can like empathize with people who haven't had my life experience and when people have had my same life experience and they're complaining about it i'm like rolling my eyes at them you know what are you talking about so I grew, I am a Mormon woman living in Utah Uh where not having sex before marriage is the norm. Okay. And so his acting like that was something that made him so weird and so brave. I was kind of like, ugh. Okay, but if you're in that room and you have to talk about sex stuff, I know, I know, I know. I'm what I'm saying is so bad. I recognize that I should feel more empathy toward the situation than I did. It would be a very hard situation because I pegged him as this like self righteous like Jesus dude. Yes, yeah, and he really does not have those like aggressive vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, he seems like earnest and like just like kind of embarrassed <laughs> well and he doesn't seem to judge katie for her choices right which and was he, luke exactly. p's big problem yes exactly. was that he wanted hannah brown to not be sex positive and not sexually active and this guy is like hey this is my thing yeah but i know who you are and i appreciate who you are yeah okay so he i mean poor okay so let's talk about this date so this was also weird the instructions were weird i thought it was like 
perform something about how you're a good lover or well, something? First, first they had a pop quiz about sex. Oh my god. <laughs> it was so stupid. It was like all these trick questions like what's the largest sex organ on a woman? The brain. It's like okay but like no. But what article of clothing increases a woman's chance to have an orgasm? Socks? Yeah. And then no explanation that on that. And I was like, I don't want to like, Google socks it. Socks on or off? I'm going to regret that Google search, but I do want to know more about that. How many erogenous zones? Like, just questions that, like, can you really blame anyone for not knowing the answer? Because I didn't know the answer to any of them. <laughs> it was really dumb. But then they're given this assignment that they have to put on a performance to demonstrate why they are the best lover ever. Very vague instructions. I feel like to make this be the first date ever on this season is so dumb. I feel like the horse is dead. Put the stick down. Yeah. Like like, Katie's only. She has more things. Like what is this? Like just because she brought a vibrator on as a (laughs) joke that makes her sex positive. Like this is not like this. Yes, exactly. She has more things like this is. I don't know. It's like when a co-worker sees you eating a sandwich and then you're like sandwich guy forever. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, but I that's like I had a sandwich one time. Yes, it's like it's not my only let it go. thing. It's not. Yeah, it's just it's very confusing. And I felt just I could not watch most of this. It was horrible watching these. people. It was really <laughs> uncomfortable. I will say this is where I was glad that Taisha and Caitlin were there. Oh my gosh, I had the same feeling. Like for her to sit by her girlfriends and like giggle and yeah. like be like, oh my gosh, with her girlfriends is was fun. They're an actual sounding board. They're right. not just like a corporate suit who's right. there yeah. for no other reason than to transition the segments of the show. So I thought that was fun. Um, there were some that were charming. I thought Connor's song was clever. Yeah, like someone it was pretty good. Singing, I, that's not my jam, but as far as that type of thing goes, his was good. There and was, also like, yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't that, it wasn't a Jed vibe, you know? It wasn't yeah. like a Jed vibe. It was just like, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Trey had a inappropriate puppet show <laughs> that I couldn't tell if it was funny or if it was truly awkward. Yeah, uh, everything seemed awkward. Everything seemed really awkward. I do awkward. like Trey. I do too. Yeah, he seems like a good time. Uh, Carl went on. So I listened to Bachelor Party today and they talked about how long Carl was talking for. And it turns seemed out, like it was like 45 minutes. They said it was 30 minutes. No. All the other guys went on for like five minutes and he <laughs> went on for 30 <laughs> Like this is minutes. my strong suit. I can do this. Public speaking, I got this. It's like on Top Chef where they're like, sweet, I'm Indian. Here's an Indian challenge. <laughs> and then they always get sent home for the challenge they should be good at. Like, what was he doing? What, like with all the different <laughs> boards and then throwing them on the bed. Like also, this isn't like a motivational speech about yourself <laughs> as a lover. Like it's I like, would pay money for the un the entire <laughs> version. Of that. I would not. I would burn it. Okay, and then Mike gets up. Mike's been having a hard day w- with all the sex questions. He just wrote a question mark on a board. <laughs> the One so of the questions sad. was, "What's la- when's the last time you had sex? He wrote a question mark. He's in tears. Oh, He's so, it's so sad. It's really, really hard to watch. And then he gets up there and he r- recites, is recite the word reads, just expresses why he's a virgin and why he's saving himself for marriage. And then he points out all the things that he likes about Katie. Mm -hmm. 
in a way that was very endearing. Yeah, I cringed a lot. I honestly, I don't really remember that part. So I think I probably looked away. But yeah. the the sentiment behind it was like just very sincere. Like very, that, and yeah. that was the only thing he could have done. Like, what else can you do? If you he's like, the reason I had question marks is because I'm a virgin. Like <laughs> he has to just like lay it all out there in this in this moment, you know? Like there's no other option at yeah, that point. Absolutely. Oh, we for, I forgot to say too, during the Carl part, the heckling was incredible. It was like sit he down. was getting heckled. He said suffocate and everyone's like, suffocate. <laughs> It was so bad. Okay, sorry. No, you're good. So, of course, there's a trophy uh, that Heather gives to Mike P. And the trophy does not mean anything, but he still gets the trophy. <laughs> like, good job, Mike. What are you going to do with that? Is that going to go on your carry-on or how are you getting that home? Then it's time for the evening portion. And she is wearing, like, chain mail oh on the gosh. top of her dress. It is so weird. Why? It's like a blazer dress, but it's a mini dress with, like... <laughs> but it's not just chain mail. It's, like, bejeweled chain mail <laughs> in stripes across the front. It's the weirdest look. It's super weird. Again, what is this girl's sense of style who maybe it's time for a new stylist. I don't know. <laughs> Things are bad um, sartorially. Carl is like still so insane. Like, I got to get this rose. I got to get this rose. Closing on contracts. That's my, like, that's my, uh, my world is business. Locking down contracts. I'm the best choice. He is like the person that you meet that has such strong, uh, such strong reactions and so much like, like energy when he talks that to those people i'm just i can't even say words i like only mm, i just can't yeah. like make noises because i want to suck the energy yeah. out of their face it's like, like linkedin come to life <laughs> you but know at a loud volume it's super loud it's like why i never check linkedin oh i don't even think i finished making my profile on linkedin <laughs> like i couldn't even finish um yes carl is a lot Super focused on getting that group date rose. Doesn't seem to care much about Katie. He's in this for the uh, competitiveness. Yeah. Which is relatable. Um, Connor is um, laying it on pretty thick, I feel like. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. He wants to redo the kiss because he feels oh, like yeah. he flubbed and it the he's first like, time. And she's like, it was really good. And he's like, you know, music is like my safe space. Everything fades away. And then transitions into just like how I feel with you. And it's like, you've spent, what, 25 minutes together? Like... Get a grip. It's Get like a, a little too much grip. too soon. I do not like Again, it. Again, he's earnest. He's so earnest. Um, She has a very steamy kiss with Thomas. Yes. Like a like a, a make out. I mean, so like, much so that you saw her garments. Did you notice that? <laughs> <laughs> she was literally wearing like she was wearing a black dress and like white spanks underneath that truly were why would you do that why would you I wear white spanks? no it was the weirdest oh, thing katie it was so weird that is very weird <laughs> yeah she was on him like this was an intense makeout. um and then he also gets the roast yeah i also feel like in the promos for like the this season on or next episode or whatever he's like maybe people don't like him later well he's like i did a bad thing wait what connor oh no thomas, thomas. sorry but connor's like yeah it's a bad thing that i did and he's crying in wait the, this what season i don't even remember that yeah. part 
And then Thomas, everyone's like, Thomas is Thomas a, is manipulative. Fake. Thomas is here yeah. for the right reasons. Yeah. The right reasons is back. Maybe that's what Carl was talking about and he just didn't know it yet later in the episode. So Greg gets the one-on-one date card and the card reads, let's let our love run wild. Now, I think Greg is great. I know that he's not the most handsome man that's ever (laughs) been on TV, but he is a good time and he seems nice. Irene, I feel like you have a different opinion. (laughs) Okay, let's go through this date because this has also brought me like severe BYU vibes. Yeah. Okay, so I don't necessarily have anything against Greg. I He's not the type of person I'm like, I want to make out with this guy, but that's okay, right? Like, sure. people can change. <laughs> um, <laughs> like me, like, what if I were if I were dating someone, it's not like the first thing. It's not like an automatic write-off if I don't want to make out with them at first. Like, that oh, can sure. change. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, okay, so they go on this date. It's, like, outdoorsy. She's like, I loved, like, I loved fishing with my dad. Mm -hmm. And he's like, me too. I loved fishing with my dad. Did this give you severe guilt as a parent? Like, that you, do you take take, your kids fishing? No, I don't. I'm like, My kids want to go camping. And I'm like, I promise you don't. I promise. (laughs) I'm like, do I need to start going fishing with my children? Like, what is this? I Maybe, like, when they're 10. Yeah, I our we, our kids still have time. Oh yeah, we have young kids. We're fine. <laughs> um, and then okay, so she's ta- like okay. Also, the bucket thing with the axe, with the latrine. So they have to build a latrine, <laughs> and he makes she makes him chop a hole in a, with an axe, chop a hole in a bucket upside down so that they can make a toilet and set it over a hole. And I'm like, just crouch over the hole. Also. <laughs> I was watching it with a friend and she's like, why don't you just like sit on the bucket the right way? Like, <laughs> way? like Well, I think the doing? point is then you don't have to empty the bucket. It's just in the hole in the ground and then you bury oh, it. Oh, okay. Which okay. is it is what that we did when I went to Namibia for six weeks for a study abroad. We dug holes in the ground, would put a toilet seat over it, oh raised like that, and then just buried it. All right, well tried and true yeah strategy so, i guess so, Kate, um, katie's knows what she's talking about here. he cannot put a tent together he's <laughs> clearly not an eagle Which scout i would not be able to either so i get it yes you could i, I mean you've yes, it would take me a while you have done this i've done I know it you've done this before it would take me a while you could do it um not everyone's outdoorsy <laughs> You don't and that's outdoors fine. And a tent together. It's a problem-solving activity. <laughs> there are poles and there are little pockets. Like it's not that hard. Um, okay, so she she opens up kind of about her dad, and she's like, "I, I, you know, I lost my dad in 2012. This is like a memory that I would normally make me sad, but because it was with you, I am not." as sad as I normally would be. And yeah. then he's like, my dad died too, uh-huh. which was like very sad also. They're like really bonding over this dad death. And I feel like this is not something you should be doing on a first day. <laughs> like, it's a lot. I felt like it was so heavy. And also this is, here's the BYU um, analogy. It felt like when couples like start reading scriptures together uh, and they're like, <laughs> yes. they're like, don't read scriptures with the person that you're dating because 
too intense. It's too intense. Yeah. You might think that you're in love. Just Which I think <laughs> those people are reading scriptures differently than I am. Because I would never describe the experience as intense. Oh my gosh. Intense. What? Tense. Yeah, that Get would it? never work for me. Can T-N-T-S? you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going off the rails. Can okay. You imagine, can you imagine thinking you were falling in love with someone during scripture reading? I would die. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but that's like the vibe. It was like they were like bonding over something that made me almost feel a little uncomfortable. Well, it was it's like, like one of those things when you're sharing an emotion and then because you're sharing it, you are what's that what's that term they use in therapy? Transmission? Where it's becoming like love like you're confusing that strong shared emotion yeah as love or like imprinting Just imprinting yes <laughs> you're a duck you're following them around um okay so is there more to say about that i mean they kiss it's i he, they he they seem just, sweet they i feel like they're being very direct yet very vague about how they feel about each other like this is why you're here i'm yeah. really, they're basically they're like really saying how much how into each other they are however it's like this is again you've spent 25 minutes together yeah 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 so it makes me feel a little uncomfortable yeah uh, but so does everything on this show. Um, <laughs> they decide to ditch camping and they go to dinner at this resort, which just is like very New Mexico-y. Like it's just very desert Pueblo. Yeah. Um, so like there's one of those like tribal blankets on the tablecloth and it's like, all right, scale it back a little, you know, like a, a linen would be fine, perfectly <laughs> suitable. Um, she gives him the rose. There's fireworks that the other men can see back in their rooms. They kiss, whatever. It's like it's no, it's normal. It's a normal first. Yeah, they're into date. each other. We get it. Um, the next day, I don't remember what the date card said. Do you? I didn't write it. I don't know. Uh, something, something. The, <laughs> something. Oh, oh, it says let's get down and dirty. Okay, so there another group date arrived at the house and leaving Michael as the only person who has not been on any. Poor Michael. Date Mike. Michael. Right. My, Michael. Yeah. Michael. Right? Oh, so yeah. So, <laughs> first thing that morning, Caitlin and Tasha walk in and wake everybody up. Bad tattoos on Caitlin. Did you notice? Um, I know she has those bird tattoos. Does oh, she no. Have- you know who I wrote that down about? The hockey player. Oh, yeah. He had, had the weird, hands. He, I was wondering, it was on his chest. Like, yeah. What, is it two hands yeah, on each weird. chest? It looks weird. I could not figure out what it was. Yeah. I, I was wonder birds. if he regrets those. <laughs> I mean, he can laser it off. Maybe, yeah. may, I don't know. Um, the activity is that they're going to wrestle in the mud, which I cannot roll my eyes hard enough. Ugh, the, these kinds of physical, like, battle ones just are really horrible to watch. And it's kind it. of like The Bachelor has this confused idea about gender equality. And it's like, well, if we're going to make women wrestle in the mud, let's make men wrestle yeah, in the mud. Yeah, it's like, no, that's not how it works. Like, let's just, like, stop objectifying humans. Let's just general. not wrestle in the mud. <laughs> How about how about that? Oh. So what's kind of sweet about this cast is there's a bunch of guys who are like zuby, like you said, <laughs> like not football players. Yes. And smaller and sensitive. Uh, was it John? Yeah. John, he's like, uh, I'm like really skinny. I don't want to do this. <laughs> he's like, there I'm was 140 guy on, on Tasha's season who was like, I'm not into this. <laughs> who was, I can't remember who it was, but it was sweet. And they're like. I'm not, I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> what? Fighting? And you have to respect it. Oh, yes. That's what I would do, too. Are you kidding yeah. me? Like, I don't, I can't. Quick note. Hunter looks like Jacob from Twilight. 
Oh, okay. I <laughs> funny that you mentioned that because I wrote Hunter looks like Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. He has like weird, like extra flesh on his face. Like, like he's got like an old man face. Yeah, but like I can see the Jacob thing too. You mix yeah, Jacob so and Tommy, Jacob. Lee, Tommy Lee Jones together. It's like if Jacob was old. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyway, right. um, Hunter. Yeah, so Hunter. most of these matches, like, who cares? But then there's this weird match between Cody and Aaron. Okay, everyone <laughs> around them kept saying, there's something going on. What's going on? Did you notice no. anything? Like, what was that? I was, like, really trying to be, like, show me. I know, I it know. Seemed it seemed like every other fight. <laughs> it looks like, wow, they're wrestling in the mud, just like everyone else has. Uh, but they're like oh the tension it's so thick yeah and they're like there's something going on they're aggressive there's tension <laughs> turns out those two know each other somehow from so this was back home. yeah and this was the one last week where he was like i just don't like you and i never will and oh, he was like right, it's right, right. not my fault right so something happened they haven't done us the favor of telling us what it's very ambiguous which like why include this if you're not going to include us on this because the battle is bad at doing their journalistic responsibilities <laughs> yeah yes i agree um and so later aaron goes to katie and he's like just don't like that guy <laughs> and then katie no 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 aaron doesn't go to her Katie picks him as the winner so that she can That's talk right. to him about That's it. Right. So she specifically picks him so she can ask, what's going on with you and Cody? And then he says, um, I just don't like him. We're not friends. He, I don't like the way he handles things. He's malicious. He's not the energy I want. And like Katie is believes 100% every word he says. Yeah, which, which is blows weird. my mind. Super I feel sus. like in the past five seasons... These people are just like believing the first thing that they hear. It's like use a little like critical thinking. I mean, Come it's on. QAnon, you know, they're like <laughs> celebrities are drinking children's blood. OK, you know, oh, my gosh, it's exhausting to watch this. Also, it's the second episode. <laughs> there are 30 guys here like it will filter out. You don't even like Cody. Who cares? I'm so yeah. confused by how she gets so bent out of shape so many times in this episode that it's like. You don't you just want to shake her? I just want to shake her. Uh, yes, especially uh especially coming up. So she <laughs> sends Cody home because Aaron said she should and Cody's no, like well, so they go on the they go on like the after party and she's like, Cody, I need to talk to you. Oh, right, right, right. And then she approaches him and she's like, So he used words like malicious and like you want to be here for fame and this made me insane she's like he didn't even really react he just was like if that were me i would have been like no 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 but he didn't even it's like you know okay sorry tangent there that story of the woman who made famous like the dingo ate my baby yeah okay so that woman was accused of killing her own child because oh, she no. said that the dingo ate her baby yeah and they were basing it all on the reactions to how her child died later to like really actually research and she really didn't kill her baby and a dingo really ate her baby yeah anyway i feel like she's doing the same thing to cody like <laughs> you didn't react the right way you yeah, need to yeah, go yeah, home yeah. it's weird yeah i agree it's not, she it just makes me feel like, like she's what, not smart what did she want him to do like yes, yell and be like get yeah exactly like be outraged like what is he supposed to do he has no she barely gives him a chance she's already pissed yeah it's weird it's weird 
Um, she doesn't handle things the way I would, but it's easy to say that because I've never been the bachelorette. But she is too trusting of people who come to her. She's um, very easily influenced. It's crazy. Yeah, I bet she. I bet that she clicks on the Seymour on every influencer. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. When seriously. they're hawking, whatever they're hawking. Um, she makes out with Andrew. He gets the group date rose. I don't remember anything else of note from that group date other than Cody going home. That kind of they were the just pissed. Everything they were just mad. They were like, "Why is this taking up all of her time? It's dumb that this drama is like preoccupying her. Preoccupying her, which I agree with. It is really dumb. Like, why? Like, don't try and figure it out now. Like, who cares? It's the second episode. It's the first date. Yeah, Wait. second date. Whatever. Anyway. Okay, yeah, that's it, I think. Yeah, Andrew gets the rose. Um, then she changes into a green... Oh, dress made out of garbage bags. Grecian <laughs> one-shoulder number. Yes, made out of garbage bags. I, whatever. I need, I need... Matching green eyeshadow. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like, wet-look hair. It's Halloween-y. It's so bad. Yeah. Like if you, like, who would choose that dress? It looks like she looks like the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yes, it's a Statue of Liberty costume dress. Yeah. Um, and she, <laughs> so she goes to the cocktail party, and Carl just decides that he needs more attention, I guess, and so he goes to her and he's like, "Hey, just so you know, there's some guys here who might not be here for the right reasons. Carl has no proof of this. Also, okay, here's what I wonder about this. Okay, also, he said this to a group of guys first. Before he go, in the, well, the way they showed it, he also said it to a group of guys. Like, we don't know how many people aren't here for the right reasons. Like, yeah. what if there are two or three or four? <laughs> and everyone's like, what? Like, like what, what are you going to do? Try to find them? Like, I don't think you should really waste your time trying to find these people that maybe aren't here. Right. And then he's like, proposes this theory to Katie as if it's fact. However, I do wonder if it is based on truth and they're just making him seem like he's like stirring. Yeah, stuff except. Up. OK, so that happens and he goes to Katie and Katie loses her mind, <laughs> loses her mind. Like at this point, like what? Like I just <laughs> truly do not she understand. She does not do any due diligence here. Like, hey, can you give me an example of someone who might not be here or for like, the right reason? Hey, it's a night. It's the second rose ceremony. Like, it's okay. We have time. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. don't get it. <laughs> but she gives the speech to the room full of men. She's oh like, gosh. if you are not here for me, get the bleep out. I'm here to get engaged. <laughs> and the crazy. So they showed that in the promos for this season. The crazy thing is that that seems like it's in like the eighth week. Yeah. It's in week, week two, two, which I'm kind of excited about because that means there is more fire to come, Ugh. right? Like things are going to heat up. Um, and so they're all confused. She walks out. Someone goes, checks, whatever. And the rest of the guys are like, what happened? And Carl's like, all right. So I talked to her. And they're like, what did you say? And he says, I just told her that some guys might not be here for the right reasons. They're like, okay, who? And he's like, well, I don't have specifics. And they're all like, you idiot. Why would you say this that? This truly is deranged. Like, like what, what is, is his motivation for this? wrong with you? It was so weird. I don't, it, it doesn't make sense either way if he is like telling the truth or if he is just making it up. Like, it really doesn't make sense at this point to say anything to her no. ever. Like, no. why? 
It's very crazy. And then it just kind of ends there with her having freaked out. She is like crying. Yeah. She is so upset. She keeps saying stuff like, like the scariest thing is if somebody were here for the wrong reasons. It's like, that's 90% of these people. Okay. Yeah, what they're all here for, what show for do you think Instagram <laughs> What is happening? There is a preview for, I don't know if it's next week or a few weeks, where it's Thomas and someone asked him, have you ever thought of being The Bachelor? And he's like, yeah, that thought's crossed my mind. Like, and it's crossed like, all of their and minds. And everyone's like, oh. like, like, of course it's crossed your mind. But That's it the is crazy the that he says it on the show. I know. I kind <laughs> of respect it. Don't say it out loud. It. Anyway. Um, what a hoot. It was, yeah, it was, it was insane. Truly psychotic, I feel like. <laughs> oh, I mean... What do you think? Where do you think we go from here? Who's Hold in? On. Who's we out? We gotta talk about. We gotta talk about a few of these conversations she had. Andrew. She had a really great conversation with Andrew about how they were both poor when they were little. And oh, do you yeah. remember this? No, I was like shocked it. because I feel like we found out information about Katie that we didn't know. Like it was shocking to me. He was just saying like he was like, oh, I was brought up by a strong woman. She did everything with a smile. Like I never knew. I was like lacking anything because she was like so together, mm-hmm. put together. And Katie was like, oh, we were so poor growing up. My parents, like we had one bedroom for the three of us. My parents made a fake fireplace out of construction paper over Christmas so that Aww. Santa could like come down the chimney, Aww. which is like really sweet. And that it was just sweet. really interesting. Like, wow. Okay. It's just crazy. It truly shocked me to like actually learn something about them because you never, that never happens on the show. Um, okay, Josh um revealed that he was once morbidly obese. What? Which one's Josh? <laughs> I'll show you his picture. This is Josh. Oh yeah. Okay. And he looks like thin. He looks so thin. And he was he reveals he was morbidly obese at one point. It's crazy. She talks to Michael and Michael's like, Yeah, kinda sad I didn't get to go on the date. And she's like, I hope you know it's because I think we're in a good place. She's like very, um, she volunteers her feelings very freely. Yeah. It's like, um, maybe just hang on to those for a minute in case you change your mind. But, <laughs> but you but know, I think whatever. it's kind of what makes her fun. I don't know. I would never describe Katie as fun. What would you describe her as? Um, I would say, I know I've said this a thousand times in this episode, she is earnest. I will say she is earnest. Like, she really sincerely is, I feel like, looking for love and, like, hoping this works out and, like, thinks the best of people. I like that. I mean, it's fine. Is she my favorite bachelorette It's not what I want in reality TV, but it's fine. Like, she seems like a good person. Yeah. That's something. Here's hoping there's some villains that pop up and do a good job. Also, when Carl is like watching Katie freak out in front of everybody, he's like smiling. <laughs> he's like, "Ooh, I have a power over her. I told her one thing and she's freaking out. It's like kind of creepy. That is creepy. I don't know how much of that is editing or what, but uh, he needs to go home. Yeah. All right. So we'll find out next week what happens at the rose ceremony. I hate it when they don't include a rose ceremony. I know. Ceremony. It's so dumb. It messes up the entire It really does. Set up. Um, but we'll be back next week to talk about whatever happens. Blake is coming back at some point. Ugh, Blake, Blake, get out of here. Blake. So we'll see how that goes. Um, oh, big news. We have added a second Patreon tier to the Patreon. So you can upgrade to $8 a month or you can stay at $3 a month. The $8 a month gets you two bonus episodes a week. So the one I'm doing with Emily on Cruel Summer and Eli and I are watching every 
Best Picture Award winner from Gone with the Wind onward. Um, what year is that? 40 something. Holy moly. Yeah. That's an undertaking. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Good work. Thanks. We're excited. Um, remember to subscribe to our newsletter, hivemind.substack.com. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. Bye.